It's 9.01 p.m. Wednesday, May 6th. Wednesday, May 6th. 9.01. And it was a pretty chilly day today. Very chilly. It was abnormal weather for May. Um, the weather, the weather's been up and down. It's been like a roller coaster. You know, we've been having some weather that was like, that's unseasonable. Some unseasonable weather. But we don't have to worry about that because we're staying in the house. You know what I mean? It's not like we're going anywhere and stuff like that. We're not traveling. We're not doing certain things that we used to be doing. Like if it was May, a lot of us would be running around, you know, at the mall, stores, you know, it's just different now. It's different now. So this type of May is like a May that I can deal with the weather right here because I'm in the house and I'm not really going but to the grocery store at home. So I don't have too much to do. But um, there's been a lot going on during this quarantine. Now this quarantine is starting to be like really, uh, like, what would I say? This quarantine is starting to be really interesting. Really interesting. From a racial aspect, from a race aspect, from a people aspect, from just just watching. From when you're in the house, you're just watching. You're, you're basically in your, you should be in your safe zone. Nothing should be going wrong in your house where you where you live, where you reside. But we're seeing things on the news and I'm gonna talk about we're gonna touch on this topic. We're seeing young men get brutally beaten by the police. We spoke about this a couple of days ago. We talked about the racism and the police brutality and the cops using this as an excuse to put hands on people. And um they're mistreating the black community. You know, they're mistreating the black community. They're not treating the black community with aggression like they would do um, a white community. And you know what? I figured it out. In my mind, I said, it's a reason why some of this stuff is happening. There's a reason why a lot of this stuff is happening. There's a reason why these guys are doing this. You know, because because it is it's, it's like it is race. It's a, it's a, it has a lot to do with it. But you even got black guys, black cops in on it, Hispanic cops in on it. You know, we got a lot of we got a lot of um we got a lot of shit to to deal with out here as individuals, as people. As people, because this is messed up. This is really messed up. This is really, 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 really messed up. It's not good. It's not cool for police officers to think that they're above the law. You know, which is making everybody think that this whole pandemic thing is not real. Because you got cops approaching young men with no mask and no gloves on. You guys are supposed to have masks and gloves, six feet. You guys are supposed to abide by the rules. Why aren't they abiding by the rules that the system put in place for us? You see what I'm saying? 
why aren't they why do they think that they're un that they're that they're able to do the stuff that they do you know it's it got it has to be it has to be um a way that we can get this stuff get this stuff leveled out I would say so we can't come to these terms these these this stuff anymore like I don't even know what to say but what I do know is that cops are manhandling young men in our communities and I'm looking at videos on in 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 Manhattan where they're handing out masks to young people, to white people, whatever race they were, and they weren't black. They're handing masks out to these people, and they're sitting in the grass, clearly not social distancing. They're, they're, they're like this close to the podcast. They're very close. And nobody is finding anything wrong with this. Nobody is saying... Man, these people out here are social distancing. These people are sitting here having light beers on the park in the park grass, Central Park or wherever they at. You know, it's like we we um we we going against everybody. It's almost like it's us against the world. You know, this is how it's feeling. It's feeling like it's us against the world. And it's hard. It's hard out here, and I don't think people are trying to understand what it's like to grow up in areas like this. In areas like Brooklyn, Philadelphia, California, Atlanta, New Orleans, all of these places where it's just as much as white people down there, it's black people down there, it's Chinese, it's Asians, it's all types of races everywhere. But it's almost like they're singling us out. And they're viciously abusing us. Started with our youth. They don't want our youth to be on these streets. That's what it is. They don't want our young men on these streets. They want these women out here with to be motherless child, to be fatherless. They want kids to have no mom. They want the mom strung out on drugs. They want they want this. They want this. This is what the system wants. They don't want us out here winning. They don't want us out here wearing not nice clothes, jewelry, no job. They don't want us out here like that. They want us to be in shackles. They don't want us over here. They don't want us in in the United States of America. It's a fact. It's a fact. But see, the thing is, nobody has our back. Nobody has our back. The only time someone has our back is when it has to deal with lining their pockets. You know, they want the black dollar. 
They want the black dollar. They don't want uh, they don't want to help us. They really don't want to help us. Cuz you know you know we had, we live in a world where there's some wealthy African Americans out there. Wealthy. I'm talking about filthy rich. We have plenty black billionaires out here. We have black millionaires out here. We have black thousand and we have black wealthy black people here. We have entertainers. We have a list of a list of people that are responsible and able to be a voice in the community. But what do they choose to do? They choose to hide. Because if they say something, it's almost like they they'll they'll get all their riches taken away. So what do they do? They say nothing. They sit back and actually watch the abuse. They watch these young men walk down the street. They watch these young men on these videos. And I'm talking about they look at what we look at. We say stuff, but they say nothing. So if you're not a part of the if you're not a part of the solution, you're a part of the problem. They're part of the problem. They're much they're they're as guilty as they're as guilty as the cops that beat on these young men. They're as guilty as the cops that beat on these young men. We have Plenty of, we have a bunch of HBCU schools, all black. Are these people even trying to give us a hand? Because you know why? There's no money involved in helping. There's no money involved in helping out the black community. They don't want to help us. They want to get our money. They want our money. They want our lot. And if we don't give them the money, they want to kill us and beat us dead. Lock us in us in the jail. We're in the jail. These guys are like at each other's throats. When your fellow brother didn't put you there, you know why you're there. The system got you there. And you. It's like we are against the world. We are against the world. It's us against the world. We're not we're not we're not we're not playing a fair a fair grind. We're not we're not in this we're not in this um fairly. We're not. You know, black men are being mistreated. Mistreated. And our leaders, shame on them. Shame on all of them. Shame on every last one of them. Our leaders are letting this happen. They're letting this happen. Every time, they're letting this happen. We got guys in New York, they might form a march for 10, for, for, for a half, for about 
five hours out of the day. These people marching, they talking, they holding arms. This will not happen again. We will not stand for this. And then what happens? It's never any follow-up to anything these leaders do. There's never follow-up. There's never a. There's there's never so these people coming and make sure stuff is just right. Because if they were making sure stuff was right, it wouldn't happen no more. It wouldn't happen again. It would never happen again. It would never happen again. There's no way. There's no way. A skinny. 17 or 18 year old black African American male whatever you want to call him Hispanic or whatever should threaten five detectives or cops whatever you want to call them there's no way in the world these little guys I mean, if we don't feel threatened in the street, why do they feel threatened in the street? And like I said in my, my other podcast, they have more than what we have. Most of the time, we're walking around with nothing. Just a cell phone. These guys got guns. They got sticks. They got cuffs. They got tasers. They got spray. So why would you even feel threatened by a teenager? And you're a grown-ass man. It's a shame. It's sad. It's sickening. And we need we need help. We need help. We really need help in our communities. We need help in our communities because we got to worry about if we're going to wake up the next day from a pandemic and we got to worry about if we're going to get beat up by cops. So it's like what's worse? The pandemic or the cop beating? You know, we got to worry about stuff like this. We have to worry. You know, see, these people, these cops, they grew up in a way where they didn't have to worry about nothing. Most of them were picked on, beat on, bullied as kids. They get down with this little thing right here. And they figure as though they're going to take the anger out on the people that resemble the people that bullied them. It's foul. It's foul. It's really foul. It's not it's not cool. It's not cool. You know, when you get pulled over by a cop, it's not cool if you don't know whether these cops are gonna beat you up, put something on you. Lie on you because they already got the up and up because they could they law enforcement. They could say whatever. And we don't have no say so. We don't have nothing. You know, it's like we need it's like the, the black community needs a bunch of lawyers that could band together and just help the black community pro bono. We need we need stuff like that. We need a bunch of lawyers. We need manpower. We African American men. They don't want us to win. They don't want us to win. It's designed for us to lose. 
It's designed for us to lose. We have to fight for what we want. We have to grind for what we want. Really, we really do. We really do. We have to fight for what we want. We're, 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 we're very mistreated. They treat animals better than they treat us. Animals are treated better than African American men. I'm talking about turtles, snails, dogs, cats, birds are treated way better than men, African American men. That's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. That's a huge problem. You know, that's a huge problem. Give me one second, and I'll continue to send these invites out. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'll continue to send out invitations and give people a heads up that I'm on here. You know, but that's a problem. Shout out to everybody that's out there that's um, being safe right now during this quarantine time um give me one second and um thank you to all the platforms that we're able to reach out to you know but I feel as though I feel as though like you know I'm 41 years old I'm f be 42 in a couple of weeks I think they owe us I think they owe us that much because if I'm 42 years old imagine what somebody twice my age has seen you know and I think it's I think it's uh, I think it's very out of hand and we're also gonna I also want to talk about the situation in Atlanta Georgia Ahmad, Ahmad, Ahmad Arbery, Ahmad Arbery, I think that's his name, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Ahmad Arbery, I should have looked it up before I even got on here, but um, this young man was jogging down in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, wherever, I don't but he was jogging, going for a nice little run, and two white men killed him. Just killed them. He wasn't bothering nobody. He wasn't doing anything to anybody. You know? See, you see, the thing is, the thing is, like I said, they say black lives matter, but our, our lives, it matters. I get it. I understand what they're saying, but our lives ain't shit. Because if it really would, if it really mattered, people would treat us like it does. They would treat us like it does. You know, like I said, they respect the black dollar. Because we spend money like water. Our money runs. Our money just rinses. We spend our money in the wrong places. We spend our money to we spend our money where it's wanted, but it's 
like we're not respected. But yeah, these guys, not to get off topic, these guys, they killed this young man. Murdered him. And they haven't been charged yet. They haven't been charged yet. Not to say that they won't be charged, but they haven't been charged yet. And the thing is, like, when these guys get charged, is will they get a slap on the wrist? Or will they get the book thrown at them? That's the thing that people have to realize. That's the thing that people have to worry about. Will they get that little bitty slap on the wrist? Or will they get the book thrown at them? You see what I'm saying? Because they took a life. An innocent man's life. They took somebody's child off this earth. They took somebody's child off this earth. Um... It's very, it's very sad. Like, we live in this world, like I'm telling you, we live in this world where we have to raise our kids in this world. We have to tell our children about stuff like this. We have to tell our children, be careful when you're out in the street. Because the cops might beat you up. The cops might do this. The cops might do that. We have to say, be careful over there because those white people don't like us. Or be careful over there because those black people don't like us. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's like, you know, we have to watch this. We have to raise our kids in this madness. In this chaotic world. And, you know, and the thing, and the thing is, and the thing that bothers me, the thing that bothers me is, like I said, no one cares about us. You understand what I'm saying? Nobody cares about an African-American body. The only time they care about us is when we're in their store spending money or when we're at the polls voting. That's it. They want our vote and they want our money. They really don't care about us. We're just a body. We're just a body out here. We're just a body walking this earth. They don't care that we are human beings. They have no compassion whatsoever that we're humans and we're here. And the thing is, like, you know, you got African-American people that work around a lot of white people. And they know the vibe. They know the vibe. They get it. But they want to kiss ass to stay where they're at in order to support their family. They're, they will face all in it in order to support their family. So they won't they won't be black. They won't be black no more. They won't be black. Because they like, shit, I ain't black no more. I'm only black when I'm home. When I'm at work, don't call me black. Don't call me African American. That's how they feel. That is how they feel. It's very hard being African American. Prayers to this guy's family. They took that young man away. Nobody deserves to be treated like that. 
No one deserves to be treated like that. And yeah, we we're, we're putting up all the Facebook stuff and all the pictures of him on Instagram and social media. But listen, do we really care? Do we really care? Ask yourself if you really care. You know, because that could be easily be your child, your brother, your cousin, your uncle, your father. It could be anybody. Like I said, black men walk around with a cloud over their head. We can get it anytime. Only thing we have to do is have a bad attitude one day and the cops will jump out on us and kick our ass. Or, you know, white people will call the police on us. Oh, he's been walking around the store for too long and I'm feeling like he's going to steal something. It's always their word over ours. Our word means nothing. Our word really means nothing. And you could be as macho as all you want. You could be like all tough and shit, but that shit don't hold no weight. Because it's like they got a license to kill us. They have a license to kill us. They take us off the earth like we're done. Yeah, they might go to jail, but they ain't going to jail for life. They ain't going to jail forever. And if she was on the other foot, we'll get hung. So it's like, yo, we are, like I said, like Black Lives Matter, yeah, that's cool. But listen, I don't give a fuck what nobody say. We, our lives ain't worth shit out here. But we got to realize that. We got to make it, we got to change that. We got to change the narrative. We have to change the narrative. We have to change the story. We have to figure out a way to get people like, because our, our rich people, they're not helping us. We got a lot of, it's a lot of rich African Americans, like I said, they're not helping us. Unless it's time to line their pockets. They don't have us, our well-being in their, in their best interest. They don't care. They don't care. They build schools in Africa before they build anything in our urban communities. Them motherfuckers will go to South America, Africa, back to their so-called motherland before they choose to help us. And this is real. This is real. This is real stuff right here. This is serious stuff. We we are our, we are our worst enemies. We're our worst enemies. It's like, come on, we got against, we go against ourselves, the police, mean ass white people, Chinese Asian people, like motherfuckers don't like black people. I'm going to say that for real. They don't like black people. We dealing with the coronavirus. Who knows how that shit came about. They talking about it's man-made. First black people couldn't get it. Now everybody getting it. That shit here. That shit here. 
Motherfuckers dying by something that they can't see. They dying from a ghost. Motherfuckers shit taking them off the earth. Dead. So we got beef. Like I said, it's us against the world. It's us against the world. The world don't want us here. The world don't want us here. But we got to change the narrative. We got to take our communities back. We got to build in our communities. We have to. We have to do everything right. We have to do everything right. We got to follow the guidelines. We have to do everything right. We got to find communities and build. That's ours. We got to make our laws. Because if we don't, we're going we're gonna to depend on the people that don't like us. We're depending on somebody that hates us every day to figure out our lives, how we're going to move, how we're going to do things. We dependent on, we literally dependent on people that don't give a shit about us. They hate us. Why? I don't know. I don't understand it. This is the fun, this is the craziest shit I, I could ever think of. Like, you know, you know, African Americans, people know the story. We were bought here on a boat. We had to get whooped and beat. Our ancestors got whooped and beat and did all types of crazy things. We're still here. The fact that they don't that, that we're still mistreated after all those years has to bother people. It has to bother people. The fact that we are mistreated after all these years has to bother people. I'm talking about rich people, middle class people, poor people, gangs. You know what I'm saying? You guys are beefing with each other, shooting each other, doing all types of wild shit to each other. And our beef should not be against each other. We got too much shit on our plate to be arguing with each other when you got... Like I said, police officers and mean white people hating us. We have to switch it up and change the narrative. The story has to be different. It can't be the same. After this pandemic, we have to stand up for what we believe in. We really do. We need to, we need to hold our leaders accountable. We can't protest against these white people and say, yo, we can't be mad at them. We have to be mad at each other. We have to be mad at each other. We have to, we have to go to these people and let them know. You guys got to help us or you just can't represent no more. You can't be here no more. We can't sit here and be mad at these, at these people no more. We got to let them know let our people know that enough is enough. We had enough. We had enough. Because I'm sick of it. Because I'm sick of it. And then we got people on the radio 
of all color. They act like they care, but they don't care. They're doing it because they work for the media. They have to do stuff. They have to say certain things. It just makes the station look good. They're not doing that. You know, if they had an independent radio show, they'll be saying stuff that you want to hear. But they're not. They get paid to say the stuff that the people want them to say. It's not by choice. Them dudes don't write the script. You know, you know they can get you know they can get banned for saying certain things. They can. So they say what the radio station tells them to say. So they don't have they don't they don't speak for us. They don't speak for us. They don't speak for us. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Thank you everybody. It's a really touchy topic. But I appreciate you guys. On the podcast, you guys can catch the delay. And nobody tuned in on Instagram Live. It's okay. They probably catch the rebroadcast. But yo, um, it's New Wave Radio, New Wave Podcast, man. Peace. <laughs>